Hello, everybody. You've got a pose in the matrix here. It is the 18th of May, 2020. It's approximately uh, 6.35 p.m. Pacific, 9.35 p.m. Eastern. And take an hour from away from that, it's 8.35 in uh, Eric's location there in the Midwest. So uh, anyway, we're gonna, we've are gonna we got a, a jam-packed show today. Um, hopefully you've read what the show is going to be about tonight. If not, I can uh, kind of encapsulate it a little bit. Uh, uh, we're, um, we're, the title of the show tonight is What to Expect in the Next Four Months. How long will they fake out the ongoing COVID-19 attack? And does God have his own plan to end it? Is there uh, a good vaccine? Now, Trump says that if you want to take it, uh, you can, but most probably will not. But it's up to us, which is nice. Um, it's nice to have a, a choice uh, in this day and age. Um, he will not force this upon anyone. What could happen to change things before the election? Uh, what are the implications of the new U.S. Space Force? Do they have a huge shuttlecraft? Interesting. Is there an approaching strange thing approaching the Earth from deep space? And did you know that two factories involved in production that are used to uh, products that are used to manufacture hydrochloroquine caught on fire? Was it a coincidence or deliberate? We will try to answer these from the word, the prophets, and uh, trending events tonight. So, um, uh, guys, uh, Jim, you, you and I were talking earlier, and you said that it was uh, one factor here in the United States. Actually, I think it was two. Um, one of them was on the East Coast and one on the West, of all things. And you were saying there was one in Mexico, too. Is that right? Post I had for maybe like five or six posts. And they're just trolling the heck out of me, just slamming Trump, um, putting all kinds of poisonous, you know, goofy crap on there. It's like. You said you uh, had trolls, trolls following you or coming against you online. Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, on my yeah. on my Facebook page. It's just, oh, okay. you know, it was, it was crazy. Just a couple of days away. It's like some of them were almost like they were sleeper agents. You know, I being a pastor, I just accept anybody and everybody to, you know, come on board and, you know, I'm not going to refuse anybody. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Now I got to be a lot more discriminating now, as I realized, because I, um, I've allowed a lot of people to come in and they act almost like sleeper agents. Some of these people have been connected to me for a while, but it's saying, it seems like they picked the right time and the right place to suddenly attack and respond to certain, you know, topics or ideas that, you know, that I have um, posted and uh, uh -huh. just crazy. Uh, well, you know, what's one, weird, Jim, is that I'm, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I'm looking mm -hmm. online and I just typed in factories, hydrochloroquine. And it looks mm -hmm. like Myland is, which is a big generic company, is planning on making more. Um, and then there's, uh, let's see, Myland and then there's uh, other uh, factories that make hydrochloroquine and also... I don't know if you noticed, but um, Trump's been getting real friendly with India. I think we sent them a whole bunch of things the other day. I can't remember what it was, but India is a big, big manufacturer of hydrochloroquine. So we have a backup supply over there if anything's. So maybe he was making little deals, you know, to, you know, I'll give you this. You give us more hydrochloroquine and stuff like that. But anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, you know, um, hydrochloroquine is, how do I put it? Uh, Schweppes, Schweppes, um, related to that, yeah. quinine water. Well, it is. It, it is a complete that it is um, hydrochloroquine in a bottle. That's what it is. And so, you know, you can take it. Now, you can't find a bottle in Michigan anywhere. Not really, but there is a way to get it. I never realized it. My my son, a recovering alcohol, the, the drink of his choice was um, um, gin. And if you go to a, any liquor store, 
you can get gin and tonic. The tonic is hydrochloroquine. Oh, so, I didn't realize that. Yeah, I didn't either. Uh, somebody else said, obviously, Jim, you don't, you know, and it's somebody from my state, too. It says, Jim, you know, a person I've known for a long time. And she says, uh, uh, she says, uh, Jim, you know, I, apparently you don't, you're not a drinker, so you probably don't know this, but you can go to any liquor store and ask them for gin and tonic. The tonic is hydrochloroquine. I go, oh, my gosh, I didn't know. I didn't know that. She says, everyone, they still got lots of it. People just haven't made the connection or know it. I said, oh, well, you knew it, didn't you? <laughs> I laughed. <Yeah. laughs> but uh, um, I, I've known her since she was a little kid, so it was kind of neat that, you know, that she uh-huh. uh, could clear me up on that and everything. So um, I, I called up and I asked my son. I, he says, well, yeah, I didn't know that's what that was. And I said, Goof, go ahead and just, you know, get some then. You know what you know what it is. I said, and uh, he says, I, I didn't know that what it was. I said, yeah, just have a Kool-Aid party with your kids, family, sit down. I'll have some, uh, you know, some uh, tonic. Uh-huh. He said, actually, I don't, like, I don't mind the taste. It tastes pretty good. I said, well, convince your kids of the same thing. Just go ahead and, and then you don't have to worry about this. But uh, it's, it's got kind of a weird taste too. It's kind of like sour and sharp at the same time. And if you like that kind of stuff, that's really good. Yeah, that's it's called tonic water, I do believe. Um, you know, and Schweppes does make, it, and they call it tonic water. But uh, I think if you get the, um, if you just go to get, um, uh, what is it? I don't know. They have different uh, different names for it. Uh, just look on the on the packaging, and it, if it says quinine on there, then you, know, you got it. You know. Well, you know, with me, I, I'm Mr. Discipline. I don't care what something tastes like. If it's healthy for me, I do it. I mean, oh, every sure. night before I go to bed, I have this thing for arter- uh, cleaning out your arteries, and it's um, turmeric, cayenne powder, um, lemon, honey, a little bit of pepper, and apple cider vinegar. Ooh. Oh, yeah. It's, you know, it's like, so I mix this up every night and I take it. But you know what? Every one of those ingredients fight the COVID-19 uh, virus. Uh-huh. Every one of them. I didn't know that. Part, see, some of the things, what happens is as your lungs, um, you know, build up with the phlegm and the other uh, and the other stuff, it starts breaking up and it goes into your arteries and a lot of times the people are dying of COVID-19 because of clogged arteries and it goes up to your brain aneurysm dead. That's it. Right, right. But if you're having, if you're taking what I take, it keeps the arteries clear. It breaks everything down. It prevents any kind of clogging whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I not even, I mean, I took it for a different reason, but I've been taking this all the way through. I'm next week. I'm get, I made an appointment with my doctor June 1st. I'm going to get checked out to see. I'm pretty sure that back in Thanksgiving, I had one of them, Corona or whatever. And then uh, just before we went to shutdown, I was just recovering from a second time I got, I believe it was COVID-19. Uh, so I want to get checked out because they say that if that's the case, I'm not only am I immune, but now my blood has a antioxidants whatever that uh, a blood yeah, transfusion the antigens. yeah yeah right and so one one capacity of, of taking blood can cure 40 different people uh if that's the case i want to get checked out and it's like okay vampire me take 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 what you have but keep me in, enough to keep me alive but you know just 
do as many pop people as you can. Because right. now today was the first day. This is amazing. No deaths. Now I haven't heard the recent, most recent count today, but today we actually had no deaths of COVID virus. I mean, so whatever this planning or leveling out, it appears that it's happening now. Right. Um, right. This, you know, I've been following this all the way through, and it seems the Bible says that as a man thinketh, so is he. The Bible also says that the uh, um, the Lord reigns on the just and the unjust. The thing is. Your attitude is what saves you or kills you. They create such a atmosphere of fear and keep everybody fearful. Um, you go in and you have you're afraid you had this COVID virus, and you're going in in fear and wondering, am I going to make it or not? You know what? You probably won't because you're not confessing the right things. If you, whether you're a Christian or not, if you're just, you know, I'm, this thing ain't going to kill me. I'm going to beat it. It's not going to do anything to me. You have that kind of fighting attitude and you're probably going to, you know, no matter how bad it is, you'll get over it. But well, you always hear doctors, I, doctors will always say, well, yeah, we've done everything we can. It's up to him. You know, so mm-hmm. they know that too, right? Well, and the, but the thing is though, if they hook you up to a ventilator, you're dead. Oh yeah. Because it takes your free will completely away. You, you, if you're not fighting it to breathe on your own, it's breathing for you. So you and they put you in a, a what a, a coma state to endure this time. You have no ability to fight anything. So we've right. we've uh, you know I've had a prayer list on my Facebook. It's the only thing I got to work with right now, and so I have a special second site where it's just prayer. I don't post anything more. The site is there by picture by picture for um, praying for those that are uh, vulnerable, praying for those that already have it, you know, to be healed, and then praying, uh, or then another one, a praise report as people are being healed. We've had, you know, since lockdown, we have had people cured of cancer. We've had people cured, um, you know, they're told, well, like like you, Eric, you know, you were told, you know, you had uh, possibly, maybe it wasn't, you know, any kind of coronavirus or anything but just a uh pneumonia right so we would pray lord you know let it be a good report let you know let let's not be that but if it's pneumonia let him be just instantly be cured from it and everything we have had you eric and um two people you know that i'm related to um the same thing happened to them and the same thing they were told in one case it was the most dramatic was told that uh, they had he had to they had to keep him to test him for the coronavirus because he had all the symptoms and everything and and he sounded and looked like death warmed over just waiting to happen. Two days later, they released him, totally cured. Um, even his uh, the only anything of, of any kind of a um, pneumonia was just a a slight diarrhea. He he was working a job that was considered essential to the infrastructure. So the very next day after that, two days, he was back to work working. And you know, feeling great. The uh, diarrhea could have possibly been the diarrhea could have possibly been a byproduct of the antibiotics they were pumping into him. So sure, that, yeah, that might have not been. even been part of the COVID. So yeah, um, yeah. So that, that's what a what a wonderful thing because you know it's uh, uh, I don't know you know before they had all these antibiotics and everything you, you always you know we we were a more um, Christian nation and we you know you were just kind of well it's in the hands of the Lord you got to give it to the Lord you know and and uh, and that's how a lot of people got healed in the past, you know, and 
So what's what's to say that that hasn't that that's changed? You know, it hasn't changed. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. The Bible says, you know. So uh, <clears throat> just because, you know, uh, he, go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say, even some of the things, you know. Well, it's not now. We find out. Oh, it's not. It's not the. Uh, it, it's not transferred by touch or by you know whatever. And and it was created in. Uh, in China, or was it created here, or did 5G actually affect it and create it? You know, it all of those are diversionary tactics. It doesn't matter what is standing right in front of you right now. People are dying, life and death. It doesn't matter who, where, how it started or anything. Let's just take care of what's happening right in front of you right now. So, yeah, 5G does create the same I mean, it's proof, man, you can see overlays of, of maps and everything. It is, Wuhan was the first place to use full 5G. And whenever you, wherever you have some of the worst outpourings, it's also a place that was testing 5G. And Wuhan was uh, the first place where the entire area was saturated by nothing but 5G. Um, their Wi-Fi broadcasting, you know, place and everything. And... And there's there's a consistent pattern though, so it can't be denied. So, like I, my point is, who cares? It doesn't matter. I mean, it's creating the same viral effect. Doesn't matter how it was created. The fact is, it's here. So let's do right. something about it to right. fight it and, and kill it. I don't know uh, if you saw. I shared something with you guys. I think I shared it with you. Uh, there was this guy over, and he's either in Wales or Scotland. I can never get those things the same because they both kind of sound the same. They're miles apart. But anyway. Um, he was a technician, and he was putting 5G in the towers. Did you guys see that? Um, he he. Uh, so what happened was he says, I'm not supposed to take these things apart. We're under strict rules not to pull these things apart, but he pulled it apart anyway. And a circuit board had a piece of, um, oh, I don't know. It looked like a box that was hooked to the circuit board and had COV-19 on it. Oh, I know. Yeah. You yeah. be kidding me. No, I'm serious. No, there, there is a... Um, I've got a couple of uh, connections. Oh, by the way, for our listening uh, audience, um, we're going to be mentioning a lot of things. We have we have solid, good um, connections, uh, links that you can go and read the articles or watch the videos or whatever. Um, so I don't know exactly how I can do this, but I'm going to try to get together with the guys because we haven't really discussed this later. I want to make sure that every one of you get everything documented that we are going to share tonight so that the best we can. So whatever way it's going to take me, and it may take a little while, I'm going to cut and paste, whether I have to do it through Facebook or, um, you know, however, some way. I want to make sure that all of you get these links and connections so that you can get the firsthand um, verification of what we're sharing tonight. And some of it, I don't know that we're ever going to really know the source or the, the truth to it, but I think we have to look at every angle now because it's getting very hard to know who to trust and what to trust. Long-lived names, you know, that, who would ever believe that the Red Cross would actually be in, somehow in cahoots to make sure that uh, aborted babies were immediately carried away from the hospital and it's gone and you can't find out where they went because they're supplying the powers that be with the resources they want for ungodly Frankenstein experiments and also for the ritualistic sacrifices that go right down to like Pizzagate stuff. Just stuff that a normal human mind could not even conceive that people could get that degraded to do things like that. 
Yes, right. they do. Right. I just sent the link to that to you, Eric, on on um, Skype, so you can so, watch the video when you get a chance. Yeah. So I guess my question is, I haven't really re- researched this out too closely. What is the correlation with the 5G signal and okay. amplifying the? I think I've got the um, answer. <laughs> I want I, I want the answer because I haven't heard it yet. Okay. Everything everything in this world corresponds to frequencies and to vibrations. And mm-hmm. if we were to, five years ago, I would have never said that because vibration is a very key word in the, in the new age movement. But right. uh, if they can find something that could stimulate uh, COVID-19 within a person or within people uh, just through radio waves or through some kind of vibration, uh, people don't understand that COVID, COVID is the COVID virus is around everywhere. Um, and, you know, getting one little virus on you is not going to give you the COVID virus. It, there's something called a viral load, and it's how many of the viri get into you at one time. And uh, it kind of overwhelms the uh, the immune system, and the immune system can't fight it. So if you've got somebody that coughs on you and you get five or six droplets, and each one of those droplets has a half a million COVID viruses in it, sure, you're going to catch it. Um, but if you have it in your body and it's natural, uh, say in your gut or whatever, um, or you know maybe maybe in your some of your tissues because uh, it's been laying there for years inert because you know it's just your body's already kept it down, but something gets in there and it can vibrate it to to life or it could uh, cause it to um, you know to come to life uh, and it found that frequency then yeah it could happen real easy so uh, you know that yeah. makes me think about something um, that may explain why this virus is far worse and more deadly in certain areas and then other areas it's not nearly as deadly because uh-huh. i know exactly. that like like here in the united states we we don't really have the mass expansion of 5g yet like they probably do in china since they're the rollout right um and it would be very curious like in italy to know if um oh yes yes 5g has been rolled yes, it out is. there it, it has everywhere okay, so that's why tremendous yeah yep. um on the East Coast, mostly on the East Coast in America, is where it is hitting heavy. That's why Michigan has it heavy, because we have a lot of 5G uh, around here. Um, and that's a pattern that they've noticed worldwide. It's consistent. The only nation on this planet that has never had any worry about a second wave anything was Sweden. And the reason why? Because they never shut themselves up. They said, we're going to continue on life. Now, you know, it's in a sense, I got to admit, I think it was kind of flippant of them to have this attitude. They said, we're going to go out and just keep continuing living like we never like nothing's ever happened. We're going to ignore all of this stuff. We're just going to live each day as we have been. But by doing that, they never had a second wave. They're healthy. They're strong. They're, you know, um, just one of the things, common sense. um, This one nurse was showing She says. Look what happens when I when I put up my a bag over my face and I breathe it. And you keep doing that. And as you keep doing that, eventually you're breathing your own carbon monoxide or carbon dioxide into yourself. You're just recycling the same old carbon. You get too much carbon dioxide in your in your system and all of a sudden you get lightheaded, you get dizzy, um you your cognitive reasoning becomes off balance. You're suffocating yourself. You need fresh air. 
Right. And I'm going, geez, you know, I'm clumsy anyway, just unnatural. I don't need to enhance it by that. You know, Mm -hmm. it's a natural talent with me. So, I mean, that makes it even worse. And I've noticed that. So I would wear a Mac mask, you know, before you had to out of respect for the others, because my concern was that, you know, if this stuff is serious and if the mask helps, I got to remind them of their own mortality by putting one on so they'll take it a little more serious. If I don't wear one, they're going to just think, oh, it just reinforces their carelessness or recklessness. There is a time and season for everything. If you are over 60 and if you have things that are already attacking your immune system, you're you're vulnerable for this. It's going to attract and hurt you. So... So, you know, that that isn't politics. That's just a vulnerability that needs to be treated with some kind of respect. At the same time, even though the exposure proves out to win, that's if you're not necessarily in that that condition, unless you're tough enough to be able to take it. Because what happened with me the first time I got it, whatever I got back in Thanksgiving, when almost everybody was feeling some kind of flu symptoms, whatever I had hit me like a ton of bricks. But back then I was a diabetic type two. I was, you know, over already well over 60. Um, well, yeah, 68. So, um, so I had, I was a heart patient, five artery bypass. Um, I had arterial sclerosis. I had a, uh, a bent spine from an accident. I had arthritis from an accident. I had sciatic nerve pain. I had all these things going on at one time. What, what I experienced personally was that all of these vulnerabilities flared up to their fullest extent. And my body, my mind had to fight all of that pain at one time. Now, thank God I can put up with a lot of pain, but not everybody can. And it can break a person's spirit. It can break them emotionally or physically if they're not able to fight it. I was able to fight it, but it happens all at one time. So all of these things all happening at the same time, being attacked, um, if you're strong enough, you can you can pull through it. But if you're not, it it could overwhelm you, and uh, especially the pain. Um, so it's it's like it almost an individual thing. Everybody's going to be different. Most people got it when it first happened in Thanksgiving. There was a big wave of flu, at least in, in the Detroit metropolitan area. Most people, you know, two or three days, they were fine. Um, no big deal. Me, it hit me heavy, but I overcame it. No big deal. The second time around was just before lockdown. I had had it back in, I think, around January. So around February, I was just starting to recover, and then we went into lockdown. Right. Um, but I got over it, and then I, the more I studied, I thought, you know, I, this is a time period where I could be like a carrier and I could hurt somebody else, so I'm going to make sure I wear a mask and everything. Not out of concern for me, but I didn't want to hurt someone else. Right. Uh, and then I have to do a complete reverse, like, oh, my gosh, we need to, you know, look at Sweden. Look what happened there. Well, then I start, you know, uh, making sure that my mask didn't work. Oh, I ordered one from China. As a matter of fact, it's coming, uh, I think, in the next few days. It's got a little, um, it's got a little valve Res- on it. Respirator. Yeah. A respirator. Yeah, a little respirator. But so the thing is, I can pull it all, all, all out. And then put the cap back on. And now I got a portal for fresh air. Still looks like, you know, it's black. It's kind of cool. I'm going to put a cross and say, Jesus is your only hope or some something cool like that. I, I want to proclaim Jesus right. everywhere I go. So right. I thought, 
what a testimony, what a witness. I'm going to put that on. Everybody's looking to see, make sure I have a mask. I'm going to go and, you know, it's a law. I'm going to wear it. You know, I'm not going to break the law. There's no point. That's not my battle. You know, whether to wear a mask or not wear a mask, that's, that shouldn't even be an issue, really. It's, it should be a personal thing. That's what I love about Trump. Everybody's saying, oh, my gosh, Trump, you know, no, he's, and even, you know, the idea that, okay, now he says, you know, he's going to defund the World Health Organization, and now all of a sudden it appears like he's reversed. No, he hasn't reversed anything. He is in the most dangerous situation right now. He's surrounded by enemies. He's surrounded. What's his name? Uh, the expert. I always mispronounce his name. Fauci. The guy that starts with, yeah. Fauci. Yes, I say Fauci. He's a snake. Fauci. He is, he is a, snake. a snake. He is an absolute snake. This guy has a recorded history going all the way back from, you know, I think three or four presidents that he's been, you know, um, in this official capacity. And he said back, I think, under Clinton's or maybe it was Bush, Bush or Clinton. It doesn't matter. That's, you know. Two sides, of the, two wings well, of the same. Fifteen years bird. ago, I think. Yeah, and he had stated that chloric, uh, hydrochloroquine would be the thing that immediately arrests and and puts um, um, the coronavirus, you know, and, and makes it go away. That's what he said fifteen years ago. Now, of course, he's denying all of that. Yeah. Unfortunately, we have recording material that says no. That's not what you originally said. World World Health Organization is funded by the United Nations. They are part of the Antichrist system. You can't believe anything they say. And the Center for Disease Control, my God, most of my life I always thought, and they purposely do this, they put an official government seal. They make you think that this is part of the official government. The CDC, uh, Center for Disease Control, manufactures and produces viral and biological weapons and they sell it indiscriminately to whoever has the money to do it. They are a manufacturer of these things. They manufactured Bill Gates, you know, um, actually had the patent on it. Bill Gates was ahead of the program. He, he gave it to the Center for Disease Control to produce it. They realized they didn't really want to do it in America, so they sent it over to China to have it done. And, of course, the rest is history. Um, you know, you know, you, uh, it's... you guys brought up. Uh, you wondered about Italy, okay? And mm-hmm. I, I like this because you know, when one's talking, the other one can look stuff up. Um, <laughs> so I, I looked at it, it's under it's a life. It says LifeWire, and it's 5G availability worldwide. And I think you hit on something here. We hit on something. It says yeah. Italy. Vodafone launched 5G in Italy in early in in these five cities in June of 2019. Naples. Bologna, Milan, Turin, and Rome. And if you look at a map of Italy, those are all hard hit. That um, covers almost, it surrounds Italy, doesn't it? Well, it's, it's the northern part of Italy and the central. It doesn't didn't really mm-hmm. hit very much uh, south of Rome. It's interesting. Yeah, most of the population, I think, is in the in the north. Yeah, so that was that was in June 2019, just before this all happened. And then it says uh, Telecom Italia, the largest telecom provider in Italy, made 5G available in Naples, Rome, Turin, as of July 5, 2019. Their 5G network went live in another six cities before the start of 2020: Milan, Bologna, Verona, Florence, Matera, and Bari. By 2021, 120 towns and cities will be covered with Tim's 5G network. Um, so there you have it. And then, you know, when you look at the map of the, the West Coast here in the United States, um, yeah, uh, Washington got hit really hard. 
Um, California got hit really hard, but Oregon didn't. Now, what, what's the difference between those two states in Oregon? 5G up in Washington, 5G in California, very little 5G in Oregon. Um, they're talking about rolling it out here soon, and man, I hope something happens that they never, they're never able to do it. But you know, it was really weird. You know, with that chip that I, I that that guy showed, and um, and he, he, by the way, when you watch it, there's a little bit of profanity in there because he's really pissed off when he sees that chip on there. But um, the fact that it had COV19 on it, it's almost like that that was programmed to the frequency of of COVID19. You know, it's just it's just I can't get away from that fact. You well, there's that. a couple other sites, Dave, where it, that, that connection has already been made. COVID-19 is a code word for the frequency that, that runs and operates on. So, I mean, it's there. This, this one, I, I've got one uh, site. The guy has a, um, and he's a Christian, but he's showing a breakdown of how this has already been pre-planned. My gosh, what is it? Uh, there was a, a movie called Dreamscape back in the late 80s or early 90s. And then they made it into a TV series called Dead. Um, oh, come on, come on! What was the name of it? Dead, Dead Zone, Dead Zone. Uh huh. Where um, this guy had died and he come back and then he had a gift where he could lay hands on somebody and then he could see their future, something that would happen to them in the future. 1994 episode. I've got it. I we could probably play the sound if you wanted to hear. It's only like uh, uh, four minutes, I think, four or five minutes. Um, yeah, I'm, um, I'm game. Are you York. Well, I'm okay with it, but I I don't know if it, it'll play very well over the over your speaker. But I mean, you can give it a shot. Give it a shot and see what happens. Okay, yeah, I got uh, the. It I might the, sound pretty muffled. It might, but I I have a top of the line speaker, so it it might. All right. I can find it. You know what? I'll tell you. Let's let's continue on, and I'll be looking for it while you guys you know continue on conversation. But I mean, this thing is a mind blower. It's it's very short and sweet, but it is sweet. Um, mm-hmm. Well, we know that frequencies can. You know, you could you, if you play the right music, plants grow better. Yep. Um, you know, I I my mother told me. I, well, I don't know if she told me. Yeah, I think she did that. Uh, when she was uh, carrying me, she used to play a lot of music from Roger. Uh, I think it was Roger Williams. He was a piano player back then. Got it. And, oh, got it. Good. Good. Yeah. Okay. So um, it's. I think it's really frequent. Can you hear it? No. Can you? Okay. You can't hear it. Okay. Oh darn. All right. Well, let's see. Well, you could shoot us a link or tell the people where it's at. Well, you know. let's see if you can hear it now. No. It's silent. You hear anything, Eric? Not a thing. No. It's not nope. there, Jim. It's, right. it's dead, Jim. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It's what I kind of figured. I tried. Well, you know oh, what? Well. I've, got the, I've got the connection. I can let everybody know afterwards. Like I said, we're we're gonna to promise to make sure that um, everything comes in loud and clear for everybody. Like I think one of the things that upsets me the most about this, and I I experienced it today actually. Um, we went did a little shopping today, and here in Oregon, you don't have that. It's not a mandatory that you wear masks. They just ask you to. And uh, we went to a store called Fred Meyer. It's kind of like a super uh, a super Walmart, but not a Walmart brand. And um, and so uh, Barbara was going to go up to the yogurt shop, and I said, I'll go get the car and bring it back. Well, I walked around the side of the building, 
and, and this happened inside the store too. But uh, I walked and I, I made a right at the the right right angle and headed toward the truck. And there was this lady with her two kids, and she was kind of walking at me. So I didn't have a mask, and then got all the way over on the edge. Almost, you know, if she went any farther, she'd be falling off the the sidewalk onto the driveway there. But uh, you know, it's they they have people conditioned so much nowadays that you know whatever the government says, whatever the news media says, it's got to be right. You know, it, it can't be wrong, and they're not lying to us. Well, I'm sorry, but if you believe that way, you've got a lot of uh, education that you need because uh, they're 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 a propaganda machine, uh, and it's not for good either. No, uh, that's for sure. So you know, it's it's I don't know. Think look, I exhort people to think before they act. You know, it's like so. What's it going to be next? You know, that family that that lives in that house doesn't wear masks. Let's get our pitchforks and torches and go down and burn their house down. You know, it's it could get to that point. It sounds as ridiculous as it sounds. That could happen. Well, look at some of them now are saying that this may be our new normal. We're going to have to wear masks. Uh, what one of the buffoons from um, CDC was saying that. This this may ne- never go away. This is going to have to be our life. They showed a, a science fiction magazine from 1962, and everybody was in individual little tubes for 2024, I think it was. Everybody had individual little, like, vacuum tubes that they were in, and they were in the center of it, little cars. And so everybody's, you know, driving. I mean, this stuff has been predicted all throughout history. It's just insane how, you know, this is happening. Um you know, it's just the powers that be, uh, the elite, have manipulated and used. And, of course, they got it from fallen angels. Some think that it's from aliens or whatever. There's different levels of awareness. Some know that they're in. Some of the elite know that they have thrown in with the god of this world, Satan. They know directly who they're dealing with and what they're dealing with. That is a small minority. The rest of the people think that this is alien technology, that this is going to be enhancing our lives and that everybody that's not going to be progressive and go into the future are going to be, you know, left behind or they're stunted because of their silly, you know, religious beliefs or whatever. I mean, this is the separation of tear goats or um, wheat sheep, you know, that basically what is what it coming down to. And um, it's just crazy how if you understand that, then you understand how come the Simpsons, you can see, you know, uh, Trump coming down. And I mean, the exact you could take the cartoon and match it with the exact photo when Trump first announced he was going to run for presidency. Right. I mean, how does that. that happen? This yeah. is beyond space and time, man. This is there's so much evidence and proof of that that it can't be denied. I mean, you can't. Oh, that's just a, no. That's not a coincidence. Not the specifics. Not when this stuff has been put in mm-hmm. films. My gosh, going back to the '60s, going back to. I mean, it's just it's screaming that there is some technology there that that the majority of the world is not familiar with. Yeah, and well, it's you, been suppressed. We we really got to be careful who we listen to and who we watch because. You know, yes. there's this guy, um, what is he, a senator, uh, Lindsey Graham? And Lindsey Graham, I always had his respect because he always spoke up for Trump. However, when Trump was running, Lindsey Graham was not a Trump fan. And then all of a sudden, he jumped on the bandwagon. Well, what happened the other day is, uh, and I, there's a video on YouTube, you can find it everywhere on YouTube, 
where he's actually endorsing Bill Gates to be the president or the leader of the World Health Organization. Oh, good Lord. Yeah. You know? yeah. And I'm like, yeah. oh, my well, I, goodness. Go ahead. I, I'll have to double check Q because Q's got a list of names of people and they'll, they'll talk about people who are traitors and who um, are on our side and then who people that have been flipped from the other side onto our side. Right. I know I, I've seen him on that list. I'll have to double check to see where he still stands. Yeah. But I, I know initially he was on the wrong side mm-hmm. for sure. Now, and he may they, still be. They call it epic news, but it's actually epoch news. And, you know, they got advertisements all over on YouTube now, but I subscribe to that. And when you do, they give you an entire list of all the infiltrations that have been put in by the uh, uh, Islamic Brotherhood during eight years of Obama. All the infiltrations of where those people are, some of them, even from the paperclip scientist stuff, they show the infiltration on both the left and the right. Right. Of how the swamp people exist, where they are, who they are, yeah. what they are. It is awesome. It's just one big page. I got it, you know, up in my museum. It's like you look at that and you go, oh, my gosh, no wonder. This guy is so he is surrounded by so many enemies, but he knows yeah. that they're enemies. Sometimes. So, so I just double checked on, on QMAP.pub, which is the QAnon website. I, ah, all, I pull through. Site. Yeah. So uh, Lindsey Graham is on there um, and it lists him as flipped freed. Which means he was on the other side, but he's been flipped to our side. So, um, or at least that's what it states right now. So, well, I don't know. When so he's he, advocating for Bill Gates, that, that's well, uh, when, that's when, when we, to believe. <laughs> no, I understand, I understand, but he may be playing the role. So, you just got to remember that. But keep an eye on him. Mm-hmm. Well, there's one guy that, that uh, Trump had just appointed, I think, uh, on the World Health Organization. No, not, not. One of the organizations, I'm sorry, it, it's, it, it, I can't well, remember. There's who a lot now. of information out there and a lot to remember, you know. Yeah, I know. And so I'm dealing with all kinds of stuff at the same time, and it's it's hard to uh, remember all of it. But um, he put this person in position because he knows this person is going to reveal himself for what it is. He know, He already knows the guy's a snake. He's put him here because he knows that now that he's in that position, he's going to reveal himself for who he really is. It's not enough for him to know. Everybody else has got to know. So by putting him in that position, guess what? You're all going to get a heads up, wake up call. He's not going to have enough time to do any damage because he already knows certain things are going to happen at a certain time. That's why even with the military, you know, people, I've had all kinds of people in the military, but, but, but Jim, I mean, they're going to make us do it. And, and we got no say about it. I said, so you have a compassionate, loving God, right? Yeah. I said, didn't. Was one of the main themes when they were transitioning from um, from Judaism to Christianity was it was intent of heart. This is what God is always concerned about. What is the intent of your heart? He knows his arm is not too short to save into the uttermost. That's what a guarantee from the scriptures. He knows that if you're seeking me with your whole heart, you're going to find me. He knows that if you are putting your heart towards him, mistake or not, if you are sincere before him, he's going to protect you. He's going to preserve you. He's going to save you. So that if you're in the military and this is imposed, it's okay. You're a child of God. And if you aren't, <laughs> let me help you to become a child of God. And you're going to be okay. I've several people, and one of them who's listening tonight, gives to love you, brother. I, I You're just a, a fantastic person. I, I was able to give him everything to give him peace and calm, because that was his concern, because he's concerned about his relationship with Jesus. I said, no, man, you're stuck in the military, and if they did impose it on you, you're going, you're going to be covered. God knows your heart. 
He knows that you wouldn't deny him or do anything, even if they made an RFID ID chip. But I'm I'm oh, I am assured that Trump knows of this, and he knows that this thing is going to be a non-issue before anything like that could ever happen. He knows it. I mean, look at when when he talks. He says, "My next, you know, if this was under the context. People were concerned about." Um, uh, the underprivileged in the inner cities, and I can definitely see this in, in my own hometown of Detroit, that a lot of people um, have been stuck in a bus uh, terminals, bus stations, you know, exposed to all of this stuff. And everybody's concerned about the elderly and uh, the sick and the weak and everything, you know, having to make a doctor appointment or whatever. And, and they're stuck because the bus isn't coming. They're they're waiting two or three hours exposed to all this stuff. So, you know, what about them? So Trump's response was he says, and that was the context of he was saying, he says, you know, my next term. He didn't say if he says my next term, what I'm going to do, he's and, and then he talks kind of like a simple childlike. And I think it's so funny. It's so cool how he does that uh, to some people. He would sound like an idiot to, to me. He knows what to say and how to say it in a way that those with ears can hear. And those without, they go, what an idiot. But he does it deliberately. And. And I think it's cool the way he does that. And he'll say, you know, it, it's it's going to be great. It's it's going to be wonderful. You just wouldn't believe the technology that we're going to be releasing to everybody. There's he says uh, and in the context, he says, as far as um, oil and gas, anything running on oil and gas, it's going to be nothing but a lubricant. We've got technology. We're going to bring out new methods of transportation. You just won't believe it. Really good for America. Good for everybody. Good for these people. Um, we're going to be releasing it. And it's just it's going to. It's going to be great. It's going to be good for people. What he's alluding to is Tesla technology, zero point free energy. Man, he's got access to all of that stuff. It is just incredible. Um, and it's been suppressed and kept from us because it's being used as a weapon against us. Um, as long as there's oil in the ground to be used, you better believe they're going to be selling it out until there is nothing left. Right. So as long as there is, they're not going to let you know about zero point, point free energy because they don't make a buck in it. Um, so he has access to this. He knows about it and he's going to release it, um, when he can, uh, as soon as, soon as the world health organization announced that there was a global pandemic, what people don't understand is it started in world war one. It was completed in world war two, that if there's a global threat, then our constitution ceases to exist we are now under the war powers act we are during a war that means the president of the united states has complete control to overrule individuals corporations anything everybody and anything if it becomes a threat to national security and that's defined by him mm -hmm. He becomes right. the commander in chief. We are no longer under the Constitution of the United States. We are now under the War Powers Act, which mm -hmm. gives the president total authority. He could cancel elections completely if he wanted to. He doesn't want to. He wants right. to prove, show the majority of people. I love it. They said, um, I, I had a thing I was going to quote that, and it's, I've got about 20, um, things open up on my, um, internet, so there's no way I can find it quickly. But it, it says something about um, Biden called us deplorable. Uh, you know all the different things that that uh, that all of these people, Pelosi, what she did, described as being us, Obama, what he described as being us, and he says, but our president calls us 
Americans. Right. I thought it was so cool. And and uh, we the people are majority of us are behind the president because we understand God's plan. Mm-hmm. Amos three seven. This is basic root stuff. Amos three seven says that I will not allow anything to happen anywhere until my plan is provided through the prophets. Now, fundamentalists have a problem. Wait a minute, the gifts aren't here today. They ended, you know, so they got some major obstacles to overcome, and I understand that. But the rest of the Christians that are familiar with the gifts that are still here, even they some become somewhat divided because they're not tapped into knowing what God's plan is. God says he's going to speak through the prophets. Well, who are the prophets today? Well, that's where we got to find out who are the voices that are claiming that they're hearing from God. And just out of three very well-known people, David Wilkerson. David Wilkerson is the founder of um, Teen Challenge. The story of his life was uh, crossing the switchblade. He founded Teen Challenge, which is now Life Challenge, which is, is has helped people all over the world come out of addictions and various you know things from the um, addictions and stuff and gotten them back Christ-centered into productive citizens in society. So he's known for that, but he also was probably one of the most accurate prophetic people in 20th century, David Wilkerson. He has a video out called, um, it's called Call to Anguish, but it also is called, um, the, and the best one that somebody had done a, um, a very well-documented drama using film clips and everything, um, was called Within One Hour. And we've learned that within an hour from day to day, things can drastically change. His prophetic, this was the last sermon he gave before he died. And this is describes everything that we're going through right now. Now you look at um, Kim Clement. He has prophecies on Trump going back to 1994, before Trump ever, you know, before ever anybody ever knew him. Before he, he said, there is a man who will come in as an unbeliever but he will become a believer after he's in office and then something of a global threat is going to happen and he will be filled with the holy spirit and god will be directing him and when this happens he's going to have solutions and answers that even the press is going to have to to um say good things because of the results he says there's this thing that happens is going to be he's going to have such an intricate answer that only God could have been able to figure it out, that no human could do this. And so that even the press would would be giving him praise because they couldn't deny the results. And he was re- this was in reference to Donald Trump. He started beginning getting prophecies about Donald Trump in um, well, 1994 right up until 2016 when he died, just before uh, Trump became president. Mark Taylor, a fireman from Florida, is praying and had gone through a, a, a current situation that caused him to have post-traumatic traumatic syndrome. He was praying about his situation there. All of a sudden, God gives him a prophetic vision of 15 years from then when Trump would become president and and he would be used like King Cyrus and and uh, uh, he had all these things and and the way the story of his calling I could relate to it because this is what happened to me in uh, 1996 the same kind of a situation I'm praying for one thing and I'm getting I'm getting stuff from 
you know, 40 years later. Uh, some of it was back in 19, um, 1978. And I'm getting answers that are going to be things that are going to happen in 40 years from now. And I'm going, that's not what I was asking, Lord. And the Lord was showing me what you're going through now is going to be for what really is going to in preparation for what's going to happen way up here. So with Mark, it was the same thing. What you're experiencing now, you'll see the connection, but it's going to be directly connected to what I want to show you here. And so the same kind of thing. It, for me, it was it had an emotional impact because his calling was almost like my calling into what I'm you know, doing today. But, you know, for some of the new people that are here tonight in the audience, I, I want to share this because they don't know about this, um, Dave. We had a program. Now, we were using, uh, I think, John Hopkins uh, University, uh, which they use uh, the Center for Disease Control, uh, their map to determine right. where the virus was going and spreading and everything. And we noticed something that was unusual. We noticed that 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 up to this point, now this is the beginning when it first started. Now, we noticed that nobody was being um, healed or restored in America, and yet on the program, you said, you know, I, I remember, if you remember, I said, you know, it's funny, I can drive three miles from where I live. I can drive three miles to the shore of the Detroit River, and I can wave my hand to the Canadian across the river, and he can wave his hand back. We're breathing the same air. We're we're in the same environment, and yet they're recovering, and we're not. The other one, the border on Mexico and the United States, I can go to the... Uh, Real grand, it's only about two feet deep. I can wade through the water and I can say, Que paso? How you doing, man? And we can shake hands. They're recovering and we're not. Right. I said, We're breathing the same air. How does that happen? Now, the very next day, remember what happened? We go onto the site because we were checking it daily. We, Eric, you, me, and, and Dave, we were checking it daily. And the very that next day, all of the information on the border towns between Mexico and the United States, Canada and the United States, it's all wiped out. No information whatsoever. We, you couldn't find anything out uh, between the borders of, of each borders. That showed us, well, first off, gosh, they're listening to our program. Yeah. Right. Isn't, wow, that's impressive. Cool. Thanks, man. You, we we must be uh, our little program. We might have been around for 15 years, but our little tiny program and you guys see us as such a threat. You're monitoring and watching it. How cool is that? Well, mm -hmm. but the thing is, it also showed us because they immediately responded right after the next day. All this information is unavailable. That showed that they were not only listening to us, but it also shows they have somebody in the CDC. They can make that thing say whatever they want, whenever they want. They are the most unreliable source of anything. Then to find out they're not even part of the branch of the government, they are a private enterprise that creates bi biological viral weapons and sells it to whosoever will. My gosh. And then um, Bill Gates is the one that we find out he has, he owns the patent. He's the one that, yeah, it's easy to predict all this stuff. You want to get upset, get upset at Chris Wallace, poster child for Fox News. Now he's on an anti-Trump thing. He's just ready to bash Trump wherever he can, whenever he can. And um, he was the one that, that um, was trying to m make Trump look foolish. And he has been like a, a rabid dog just trying to look for every opportunity to make you know Trump foolish. Now, he's, like I said, the poster child for conservatism you know, on, on Fox News. No, he... 
he is showing his true colors for who he really is, kind of like a sleeper agent working for the other side. He has been trying to promote Bill Gates as some kind of prophet that, boy, you've been, you know, warning everybody for many years about this, and now you seem to have a handle on it. You've got the solutions. We really need your vaccine. Yeah, with nanobat technology that's going to restructure uh, my DNA, I don't think so. But yet even Bill O'Reilly, he's got an advertisement for this brain increase uh, brain food or something like that it's called and it's out on the market bill o'reilly was saying hey i took it and within instant you know increase your iq you know double fold and everything it's like <laughs> well you know what actually in my case i don't need any more i really don't uh maybe, maybe even a little less sometimes i don't do much i don't want my intellect to interfere with the anointing of god's spirit I'd rather have that than i would the intellect but i mean it just it just shows that he's he's Chris Wallace was actually trying to make um, Bill Gates as if he's some kind of prophet messiah, you know, with the new hope of his vaccine. Yeah, that's going to restructure my DNA. You know what? I, King Snake, I don't think I want anything from you. Whatever you've got, it's like dealing with the devil. You're going to get more than you needed and nothing that you, I mean, more than you wanted and nothing that you ever needed. Yeah. Uh, you don't mess with my DNA, please. Stick, stick to writing trouble. software. <laughs> <laughs> well, why? That ain't no good either, because he doesn't even have any <laughs> viruses seem to affect everything. Yeah, well, if no good is what he's good at, then no good is good enough for me. <laughs> you know. well, we, we also we have some sites that put it in medical terms. It's uh, what was her name? Um, Mikowitz. Uh, Mikowitz. Yeah, Mikovitz, um, Judy Mikovitz. Uh-huh. Um, she's come forward and said in, in medical terms, and uh, Sue, uh, if you're listening tonight, I'm really happy that you are. And I know you will follow up anyway. Uh, girl, I, I grew up, I was, she's my next door neighbor. Five years, I've known her since she was five years old. She's a nurse. She's an awesome woman of God. Um, she was getting confused with all this stuff because you hear so much, you know, one day this and one day that. And, and I said, you know, girl, if you understand, God has a plan. He's got a system. And let me guide you through it. So she's all excited about it. Well, she can understand things on a medical term because she's a nurse um, and an awesome nurse. And so especially for you. So I want to make sure that I get some of this information to you that um, it explains some of this stuff um, from Judy in a way that is in medical terms that I sort of understand some of it. Now, Dave, you got the medical history background. You would be able to follow. I, have you seen that once? Did I? post that to you and show you uh refresh me again what it's it's about uh judy mikowitz uh i think i sent that to you actually oh, okay. <laughs> originally <laughs> okay. well, yeah well, you're the man that would know that stuff i mean you know your your background you have it, it makes total background. sense it, what she says makes total sense and and the fact that you know when she came out with the truth and tried to promote the truth she was fired and and her credit was ruined she was jailed and 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 everything else, uh, just, you know, when the, when the government does something like that to people or, you know, I should say Obama's government, um, you know, you really have to. It, it just sheds more light on the, what she's saying is true. You know, right. Sh shut up the person that you know, the communists did that back in the Soviet Union and it's still do in China. You know, look at all those doctors in China that tried to reveal the truth about the covid virus. And they, a lot of them were murdered. Um well, Judy turned out, you know, didn't get murdered, and thank God. But uh, but what's neat now is she wrote a letter the other day saying that she is more than willing to testify tomorrow, if necessary, before Congress that uh, 
you know, the hydrochloroquine works and that, uh, you know, Fauci is a snake and has always been a snake and why and, and everything else. So, uh, yeah, good for her that she got herself out there, got herself known. That way, if something happens, you know, right now they can't do anything to her because if something happens to her right away, the the the, um, the flags are going to go up. You know, there's um, there's two other doctors that have kind of defected. One of them is at uh, the doctor in Texas uh-huh. and the other one. Um, where is that other one? I think you sent me that. Yeah. The that. guy in Fresno down down in that area in California. Yeah. 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 Oh, the yeah. things he said made so much sense. Oh, you know, All of it, yeah. Don't, I know. don't put them on. Don't put them on respirators. It only kills them. You know, get them out in the fresh air and the sunshine, and quit trying to to get rid of every bacteria on your hands because some bacteria is good. And if you kill the good bacteria, uh, the bad bacteria can come back and, and make it even worse. You know, um, that's why uh, there's a. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of. Uh, there's a disease or a bacteria that uh, hits the intestines. It's. Uh, it's. Uh, oh. I, I had it on my brain a second ago, but um, and it, it arises because uh, they use too many antibiotics. And when they do that, they kill the good and the bad bacteria in, in the intestine. And the, bad, the good bacteria keeps the bad in line and vice versa. You know, so if you get rid of the stuff that's keeping the bad bacteria in your intestines uh, in line, it's going to come back and take over when it's when the good stuff is dead. You know, and the same thing with washing the hands all the time. Yes, it's a good practice, but if you keep killing all the bacteria on your hands, then something's going to come onto your hands and take over and colonize on your hands. You know, it's it's only common sense. Really you haven't is. built up any. You haven't built any immunities to it. So, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, um, I applaud uh, Judy Mikovits. I really do. Um, she's a hero, uh, a national hero, as far as I'm concerned. Maybe even an international hero. Um, depending on how far her word gets out there, um, kind of like uh, Kathy, um, help me here, uh, oh, Kathy yeah. O'Brien. Uh, Kathy O'Brien, yeah, Kathy from O'Brien. Uh, yeah. Transfer- transformation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, getting the word out there, and and what a smart technique that is. You know, get yourself so well known that if anything happens, you know, right away people are going to suspect that it's um, it's foul play. And it's only going to strengthen your story. I, th- I think that's yep. wonderful. <laughs> I really do. Well, you know, it, it's it's a decision you have to make, and then you have to stick with it because we have a, a mutual friend that was well known, and I know that he was taken out by the government, mm-hmm. um, by the powers that be or whatever. Um, Dave Flynn. Yeah. Um, and yet, there's no way to prove it because the way they do it is that if you have something of a prior medical history. That's the way you're going to die. And it's a natural thing. Yes, or family history. And Dave did, you know, and and that's the way he passed away. But I I knew all along that it was, you know, it was a hit. Matter of fact, you know, I mean, you know, you might have wondered even why I just kind of. It hit me so hard, I couldn't deal with it. I just put it out of my mind. It's only been like maybe two years, you know, a year ago um, that I could finally deal with it. And I could grieve over it and everything. I just, it hurt so much. I just put it out of my mind because I had to, I had to be strong. I had to go on. But, um, and there was no way to prove that that's what happened. I just sensed it in my spirit. I think it was the Lord showing me that, you know, um, that's what happened. Mm -hmm. Um, 
you know, the, the, there's so much. Um, I mean, I've been, I've even looked at it this way, and, and please, I'm not trying to be devil's advocate or anything. I kept thinking, you know what, well, could this be a plot where um, we could accept some kind of a vaccine because here's this woman that's defected and she's come out with all this information. Could it be that through her, you know, there's, there's the powers that be are still trying to get us to take any kind of a vaccine a good vaccine, because basically she's saying that there is a good type of vaccine, that it's normal, natural, it's not man-made stuff. Um, it's all composed of a natural, I guess you could call it organic um, kind of a vaccine. And it made sense. It made good medical sense. It made sense to me. And it might be true. But my mind is always thinking, well, could this be a way that they could sneak it in? You know what? For me, because I have a hope in the word of God that says that, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. And everybody quotes that part, but they don't quote the rest of it. And that's where the power comes in. Mm -hmm. And this is the inheritance of them that put their trust in him, right. meaning the Lord. So if we put our trust in the Lord, I don't care who's making what. You're going to be okay if you're putting your trust in him because he's a faithful, loving God. He looks at the intent of heart, not at the circumstances. If you're in the military and they're going to force you to take it, you don't have to worry. God knows your heart. You have been forced to do something. I mean, in the bottom line, you're going to have to deny the God of the Bible and accept this coming cosmic extraterrestrial Christ and not the one of the Bible. If you don't do that and you're not required to do that, you're covered because your faith is in him. He knows the intent of your heart. And that's the bottom line, you know, to all of it. Um, but what a mess it is. You, it, you can't trust anyone except your personal relationship with Jesus. Make sure that it's there and it's intimate and it's deep and it's strong. Um, because people, things, you just, you don't know who to trust or what to trust anymore. So I understand everybody's apprehension. But once, and this is why it's so important, if you could just lock into understanding Amos 3.7. And then seek out who the people are that God would consider the prophets of today. The three most well-known ones would be um, David Wilkerson, it would be Kim Clement, and it would be uh, Mark Taylor. Between those three, they have like layers of information that are compatible to each other, where, you know, Dave is talking, you know, in a much earlier time, and we didn't know as much as we do now about things, but even he was a... Uh, a physicist. I don't know if people un understand that, you know, David Wilkerson and that. yeah, he is. He's a, a physicist. Huh. Um, and so, you know, these people have technical backgrounds in addition to being, you know, an ordained minister or having the anointing. So in his case, though, with Genesis six, it's like, Dave, I love you, man. But boy, you just don't <laughs> you don't understand that part. And right. we don't always, you know, and we don't have to always be you know, it, it's the information many times is fragmented. And with all of them, it's like I know with myself, I'm maybe the least well known, but I have a prophetic gift and God has shown me these things. I'm not as big named as David Wilkerson or Mark Taylor or um, Kim Clement, but I have the same gift and God's no respecter of people. So, you know, I, I have certain things that I understand. My ministry is in preparation for a time when everybody's going to see things happen totally different when they've ever been taught or trained. So my little museum, I've got all the answers. It's yeah, it's, it's, 
Beyond Science Fiction Museum, and yeah, it includes the idea of UFOs and aliens because the biggest deception that is part of the end time deception is a coming cosmic crisis coming. He's coming pretending to be Jesus. He's going to fulfill everything in the same but opposite than what Jesus did. So everything that Jesus did, he's going to do the same, but only it's going to be in an opposite fashion. So once you understand that pattern, you can see how this is. So mostly what I got in the museum has a lot less to do with UFOs and more to do with what these deceptions are. What does the word of God say? What is the history of, of the development of institutions or things that we once could trust? And how did they become corrupt? Where did they become corrupt? How does this no longer line up with a lot, of, you know, with word of God? So it's all this information answers to questions that people haven't even thought about yet. Um, Quantum physics is one of the most awesome things in the world. Once we, once quantum physicists realize, oh my gosh, we're like in a, living in a kind of like a computer program and who's running the program? Oh my gosh, this is scary. No, it isn't. I can tell you, the God of this world, why do you think he offered the kingdoms of this present world to Jesus when he was fasting and praying and, and, you know, in the wilderness of 40 days and 40 nights? Because something was given to him that really isn't even real. But right. it wants to be real. That's why they have to confess what they're going to do before they do it. And then they have to reaffirm what they did and and how they did it. Now, the problem with all of it is with the conspiracy stuff, okay, they don't know whether they're coming or going. They have one that is predicting before they do what they're going to do and then the other one to affirm what they've already done. So if you're just going to go without the Bible, you're just going to go on conspiracy ideas. You don't know whether you're coming or going. You're like a dog chasing its own tail. You don't know what was a firm affirmation and what was a um, a prediction, a pre, uh, you know, a, a before the events. So one is after and one is before. Which one is which? The only thing that gives you a balance is the Word of God and knowing God's plan. If you don't know God's plan, you may know about God's plan, but do you know His plan in specific detail? You'd be surprised how many people. I have sent these attachments to my own children. I have sent the attachments. Please just watch the Trump prophecy. God, if you don't even do the other two, just watch that one. That one's a key that really shows what God's plan is through his prophet, Mark Taylor. So many people, Mark Taylor's a false prophet. He didn't, he said this and he's, and I, you know what I asked? I said, when was the last time that God used you in a prophetic uh, utterance to someone? Do you speak in tongues? You don't? Oh, you don't believe that exists anymore. So you don't even recognize how God speaks to a prophet today because you don't even believe that that office is alive today. <laughs> well, there's, you know, ears that don't hear and, and uh, minds that can't even begin to perceive. you got to open up your mind a little bit and realize we're at the last of the last days. Mm -hmm. Um that means the devil is throwing everything at us that he possibly can. You think God is going to uh, help us overcome by giving us a limited edition gospel? That these gifts aren't here for today? You know what? I know you can believe in the power of prayer, and that's you know that's great. But as far as engaging in spiritual warfare, you haven't got a clue because you've never worked into the supernatural. You don't know the difference between the logos of the word and the rima of the word. You got to have both. That's a two witness thing, a twofold witness. One is one is the written word of God. The other one is the divinely inspired spiritual awareness of that confirmation of that word, a personalization of that word by the Rima, 
That is a supernatural Holy Spirit filled revelation of what's going on. One of the last statements that is so profoundly prophetic, um, it was that when the future becomes the past, the present is revealed. Man, there's a lot of depth in that statement. That statement, when the future becomes the past, in other words, a space-time paradox, something from the future has caused the past. So that because of that paradox, because of that uh, space-time rift, we need to know today how this happened so that it becomes a revelation of what's going on. Mm-hmm. The apocalypse means the unfolding or the, the lifting of the veil. In other words, revealing what we need to know now because, guess what, guys? The future has created our past. That's not supposed to be. Now, Satan has a deluded plan. He thinks thinks like the movie, um, uh, what's his name? Um, Oh, now I'm going to forget it. Okay. There was two movies, Groundhog Day. Remember that one? Um, Right. You know, where the, the guy kept reliving everything until he, you know, got it right. The other one was, um, oh, you know, I was going to write this down on a little sticky notes so I wouldn't do what I'm doing right now. I was forgetting. Um, the guy that played in, um, oh, the, the <laughs> no, I can't even think of the name of the movie. Oh, guys, come on, Top Gun. Um, oh, Tom Cruise? Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise. Thank you, yes. Tom Cruise, um, he played in a movie where he got this alien blood on him and, you know, this the alien invasion or something. And somehow that alien blood caused him to relive the whole scenario all the way through until he found out exactly where the aliens were hiding. They wiped them out. But, it, but, but he kept replaying everything till he could, like, record everything and then improve on the mistakes that he made. What was it called? Edge of Light? Edge of Darkness? Something like that. Well, it's an army of darkness. I know that. No, not that one. Yeah, that, <laughs> that one's got its own. There's another parody that's uh, way too true. So is Iron Skies and all kinds of crazy. Um, what was the other one? Uh, Nazis at the center of the earth and Iron Iron Skies was another one. I mean, all these movies, uh, it's part of predictive programming. It's it's just so crazy how they do that. There's some, some of them, it's more encrypted. Some of them are just bold anymore, rightly just come right out and, and tell you this stuff. But um, <clears throat> the only balance to any of that is knowing what the word of God says, uh, book, chapter, text, and verse can confirm all this stuff. It confirms quantum physics. My gosh, you know, it, it there's so many scriptures there. Some of the more recent videos that I had that were banned were banned because they were too close to the truth. You know, systematically, um, there's all kinds of YouTube channels now that are being shut down because they're too close to the truth. I lost mine uh, about a year ago. Um, Eric, you lost yours because you had some of mine posted. They removed oh, yeah. yours too, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they initially started off by, uh, you know, whacking some of the audio completely out and then, or they yes. would, they would turn down the audio on particular certain parts, but then they just started banning every video and then eventually ban ban the entire thing so that's that's one reason why i download videos when i like them because uh, i got got online i got this thing called 4k video downloader uh, oh yeah free program and it works really good it really does so uh like the one one with uh you know um what's her name you mentioned earlier mikovitz 
Um, I said, this isn't going to be online very long. And believe it or not, not about a week ago, everything that she had online disappeared. Yep. Oh, uh, sure. Yep. So, and you know, like grab Facebook. it while you can. <laughs> it's, you know, and I got video downloader helper from um, uh, Mozilla Firefox. Mm-hmm. And same thing. And now I'm getting in a habit of download. You know, if this is good, I better get it now because I'm not going to be able to come back to it. What people don't realize is that the D-Wave computer, there's there's only several agencies that have it. CERN is what uses a D-Wave computer to literally laminate the pits of hell over our reality. It's a it is it's a computer that that travels beyond the speed of light. It's a relativistic computer. It has to operate in 30 degree below zero or or colder in order to even function. Right. CERN has it. NASA has it, and Google has it. Yeah, big surprise and, with that one. <laughs> yeah, and Google owns face. Uh, Google owns um, YouTube, and so Google can mess up your computer. And ever since I lost mine, and guys, I'm sure that you, uh, especially um, Eric, because you have a computer background. You're the kind of computer guru, actually, for, for the three of us. You're the medical guy, and I'm the prophecy guy, I guess. <laughs> But, but uh, sure. But you know, once Google gets into your thing, if you don't use a VPN and all kinds of other things, uh, you know, instead of Firefox, you use Waterfox, which is a com. You know, it's off the grid from the tentacles so YouTube. Excellent. So far, yeah, so far. So yeah. you have to redo everything to be stealthy to get away from Google. Google will purposely manipulate your um, ability to navigate. Anything in any kind of search engine, even DuckDuckGo, oh, yeah. which was great for a long time, but now they've got their tentacles into that somehow. They sidetrack everything and give you false. Sometimes, like guys, you know, some of the when when you were still able to post some things, I could go to the site and I could see our program, but I couldn't correspond with anybody. It wouldn't. Right. I'd sit there and see an eternal little circle going around and around. I couldn't have any dialogue with anybody. So. I mean, this is this is the power that they have. This computer is so powerful, and now Google has it, so Google can manipulate and control people's computers. I know that to some people that sounds like some kind of paranoia craziness, but, you know, I mean, we've been doing this for a long time, guys. The three of us even, you know, we've, we've been doing this program for uh, close to 15 years now, I think, isn't it, Dave? Uh, actually, it'll, like be, it'll be 10, uh, 10 years this December, yeah. Okay, maybe yeah. for me it just seems like 15 years. Well, it's been fun. You know, fun things yeah. seem like yes, the last long time. Yeah. Well, and a lot has happened in 10 years, you know, even from our our knowledge and everything. And But in that time, we've seen a, a lot of things happen. But in that time also, we've been very bold in the way we present things. Um, and, you know, without any fear or anything. So, you know, we have attracted some attention. We're not as well-known maybe as... as uh, Dave Wilkerson or Kim Clement or um, uh, Mark Taylor, but those three complement one another like like transparencies. Right. They don't have all the same thing, but they have when you combine them all three together. Even David Wilkerson, who was way behind some of the quantum physics stuff or anything, but but yet he talks about prophecy with somebody that would be like. Um, how did he put it? Something would be like um, 
Cyrus, King Cyrus. So, I mean, it, it laminates right perfectly what Mark Taylor and Kim Clement are saying. Right. Um, just incredible stuff. And But once you understand God's plan, that's your litmus test for everything else. Mm-hmm. I can see where many things fit into it, and I can see where many things don't. And the stuff that don't, it's like I put my ears in my, I mean, my fingers in my ears and go, la, 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 it's just dirt, and I don't need it, it's junk, I don't care. Right. Um, but the other stuff I got to consider, you know, even like you just don't know who to trust. So don't trust anybody except your personal relationship with Jesus Christ. The thing is, if you're willing to look at yourself and allow God to change you, because you realize that you, you know, if you're not fighting God, if you're sincere, you want the truth and nothing but the truth. And you're willing to do that then God can expand your awareness. God's not going to show you all the mysteries of the world and solve problems there if he's not even willing, you're not even willing to solve the problems in your own heart. But if you are, if you are, then he expands that out and reaches out. You know what? I think this is a segue time to go ahead and share the prophecy that God had given me. Good. Go for it. Yeah, sure. Father, in the name of Jesus, I just ask, Lord, that, you let something happen amazingly yesterday. I want to make sure that I get it right for everybody that hears the audience right now. So just flow through me, take over and make it be the right way to present this. Yes. Last night I was at uh, Peacemakers and I hadn't seen most of the people there in two months and they closed down. They obeyed the law. And so we hadn't come together. This is the first time all of us came back together in two months. I was so overwhelmed with, with all the people that were happy that we were all together again. <clears throat> um, I was kind of caught up in, in praising and worshiping, praying in tongues. And then smack dab in the middle, I got the interpretation of all the tongues, and it was to speak to the audience tonight. because. <laughs> In the next four months, we're all going to be on the same page. God's going to bring about a unity of his spirit. It's going to be no more political debates or anything else. There's either going to be black and white, no shades of gray to hide your complacency or um, indifference, um, your fears or whatever. You're going to all, all of us are going to be forced to see you're either in one camp or the other camp. It's a separation of the wheat and tares the sheep and goats that God had spoken of in the scriptures. Tonight, all of the audience, you have to know who you are. If you have come to an understanding of the Genesis 6 paradigm, and by that I mean you understand that what happened before the flood, what really happened, that there was a supernatural intervention by entities that came from the eternal realm, into our realm that they had produced a weird mixture of hybrid offsprings they had augmented humans that were fully human yet they were augmented beyond normal capacity and manipulation so we had we had hybrids we had all kinds of weird crazy stuff going on a manipulation of crossbreeding animals intermixing with human beings intermixing all kinds of crazy stuff you understand this there's a reason why you understand this the bible says And God says that there's an end-time army that is willing to follow the Lamb whithersoever he goes. These are people that are willing to go to strange places because God is taking 
his end-time army to a strange place to understand Genesis 6 paradigm, to understand the whole UFO alien deception and how it plays a major role in the, the world. You all have suffered for whatever length of time you came to this awareness. You have suffered persecution, ridicule. You have suffered. I mean, you know, I've done it for 24 some years. I know some of you and actually longer going all the way back. My first sermon was in 19. 19- 78 when probably 10 people on the planet knew exactly the whole genesis 6 paradigm i've kind of been 20 years ahead of the program so i know i share the hurt the pain the persecution the mocking the laughing the division in families all the things that you have endured i know what it's like i've been there you've been there i'm preaching to the choir but i want to tell you now the Lord has taken you to strange places that you didn't understand. Why do I know this? What's the purpose? It's only caused grief in my life. I, why do I know this? What do I do with this? I've tried. I've tried to tell people. I've tried. It's caused me to be kicked out of my church or the, or the friendly, kind, gentle way is they just kind of ghost you until they have nothing to do with you. And so you become so discouraged, you just leave. So, so many of you have not even found regular fellowship anywhere because you can't seem to fit in. You've been mocked and ridiculed and laughed. Family has called you crazy or thought you were loopy. Your spouses, husbands or wives, it's caused separation. You've endured all this pain. I want to tell you right now, you need to know that you are the ones that are willing to follow the lamb wherever he goes. You have a mark. You have a seal. The mark is a, a signet, an authority and power to be the manifestation of the sons of God in these last days. You are the army of God. You are not going to be poofed away anywhere. You're staying right here because you're going to be the tribulation saints. You are the 144,000. I'm telling you this right now because you need to know that you are marked and you are sealed. The ceiling is a protection, a supernatural divine protection. Nobody can touch you until you have finished what God has called you to be. This year, in four months, you're going to realize the full potential of what God has given you. You are the end-time tribulation saints that have been ordained to be the powerful, most powerful army that this world has ever set a precedence for. You are going to be the ones to set a precedence for the entire global church, the body of Christ. You are the first, the second part of the first fruits. Um, two other people are the kingpins. They're going to direct you. You needed to know that. You are marked. You are sealed because you're part of the 140. You are the 144,000. You have been willing to follow the lamb wherever he's gone. And he's gone to some pretty strange places. He's gone to the Genesis 6 paradigm. This is something that you know, I know, the world doesn't want to know. Fellow Christians don't want to know. They don't want to know that this might be a reality because then they're going to have to be accountable for it and they don't want their lives disrupted by it. It's good that maybe some of you are doing this to some obscure people that need to know this stuff, but hey, I don't need to know any of this. Yes, you do. Everybody on this planet does. We all need to know it. So tonight I'm letting you know, you need to know that you have a mark and a seal upon you. You are the end time army. This is your time 
of recognition. This is your time. Not that, you know, I mean, you've endured so much. This is your time of validation. This is going to be the time that people are going to seek you out. All your efforts that seem to be so vain, so fruitless, so useless. Now they're going to be begging to know what you know. They're going to want to know what you know. They're going to know that you stood your ground. You were faithful. And you know, that crazy person, man, oh, my gosh, they told me all this stuff, and now it's happening. I need to go find that person. I need some answers. Because I guarantee you, everything we've ever been taught about end-time eschatology is going to happen in the same but opposite to the wrong people. He's, Satan is flipping the switch. The good is going to, make, to be made evil, and the evil is going to be made to look good. I can't get into all the detail or depth. You've seen, some of you have seen many of my videos. Some of you have not. Some of you have never been exposed to any of it. So this might sound like totally crazy stuff. But this is your time of validation. This is your time where everything you know is going to be useful. It's going to produce fruit, fruit like you've never seen before. You are going to be the people that set the example for the entire universal body of Christ to come together. You are going to have your time because you have a mark, you have a seal. So I guess in, in a way that's mainly what the Lord had for me to let you know tonight that that some of you maybe come here just the first time, but the fact is you're aware of this. You're able to see and understand because your ears and your eyes and your hearts are open. God's going to put us all on the same page. We're not going to be arguing over what's a left wing, what's a right wing or anything. We're ambassadors of Christ. We are to be the Jesus that nobody else ever saw. We're going to learn this. It's on a job training. It's by experience, which means you're going to make mistakes. But you know what? You're doing it in faith. You learn by you, you learn by your mistakes. You get stronger if you don't let it beat you. God gives grace to the humble uh, and resists the proud. Don't be the proud. Be humble. Humble is not an emotional choice. It is a pragmatic choice that, hey, I need all the grace I can get. So you know what? Please. We live in an awesome times. If you're sowing to the uh, spirit, you're going to reap of the spirit. It's going to be awesome. So some of you that have been here new for the first time tonight, I'm I'm just sharing the very fact that you know some of this stuff. Some of the people from um, C3, my friends, I know you're listening tonight because you've been full of excitement and wanting to be here. Um, man, you probably didn't weren't ready for this one, but um, trust me. Pray about this. Ask God about this. Maybe some of you already. I've already had people come to me and says, Jim, I, you know, this sounds crazy, but I think I'm one of the. Can that be possible? Yes, it can. Uh, you go to my website and you look up echoesofenoch.com, and then look up. Who are the 144,000? It's in my, it's in, it's archived as an article. I've had it up there 15 years. It's been there for a long time. Mm -hmm. It'll show you how a 15th century theologian understood exactly what we are going through today. He has the best explanation, um, Matthew Henry. And I'm amazed that a man from that far away could see today. He gives you a, a, the best understanding of who the 144,000 are, but I've got every scripture um, that can verify and clarify going back to the original language is just who it is. It's it's black, it's white, it's rich, it's poor, it's male, it's female. It includes whosoever will. 
if you're willing to hear and follow the lamb wherever he's, wherever he's been willing to lead, you are one of these people. And you need to know that because you have to become the manifestation of the sons of God. That means you are empowered with supernatural power to counter everything that, that Satan is throwing at us. We have the power to come against all of that, to work in the supernatural. To work in the supernatural is to believe that all the gifts are here for today. It's to believe that you are a manifestation of God's child to have this power and authority over the enemy. You know, in so many cases, the New Ages say that the universe told me this, the universe told me that. You know, the universe is kind of like, if you can think of it in terms of a computer, the universe is a program. Somebody wrote the program. Who wrote the program? The processor. I follow the processor. His name is Jesus Christ. All things created for, by him. Nothing was created that was not created by him. He created the program. He created this Akashic record. Um, basically, what, what the universe is, is it's, it's the Akashic record. It's all sentient beings from everywhere and any place, any time have come together as a collective consciousness. This collective consciousness, if you have the intuitiveness, you can tap into this and you have instant access to all this information from prior um, existing entities. Um, actually, the demons are sitting up there laughing because you're tapped into a consciousness that is quite aware of a lot of things because they've been around a lot longer than you and I have, but they've been around since creation and they're giving you all kinds of junk and garbage and half truths. You know, a lie is only believable. It has a certain authority of truth. And so this is what you're tapping into, but I'm tapping into the processor. That processor's name is Jesus. Everything was created by him. He's the one that wrote the program. Now, you know what he tells me is a manifestation of the child of God. <laughs> Why are you going to the middleman and seeking him? So in other words, there are truths, sound, light, vibration. This is Nikola Tesla's stuff, man, but it's right out of the Bible, too. It's there. It's encrypted in the ancient Hebrew. Uh, you go back to the original language, look at a 21st century perspective like I have, and you can see how all of this stuff fits, chapter, text, and verse. So what what I'm saying here now is that as your promise, as you are a child of God, you have power, okay? There is, you know, God originally set the stars in the heavens to determine times and seasons. Yes, it goes right down to the individual person so that if you're, you're born in July or if you're born in, in, in um, September or whatever, there is certain inclinations that you tend to be influenced upon because you're part of that system. But God says in Amos, he says, why do you seek the, the stars and not the maker of the stars? He's validating the fact, okay, there's a reality here, but I don't want you to go seek the stars. I want you to seek the maker of the stars. There's one mediator between man and God, the man Christ Jesus. He doesn't want you to go to the second middleman. He wants you to go to the source, which is him. So there's truth in that middleman, but that's the middleman. Why go to the middleman when you can go to the source? That's what he's basically saying all throughout the scriptures when we're talking about numerology or all these other things. Satan is hijacked and made you to believe that the universe is the ultimate. <laughs> I love this part. We go to the source and guess what the source tells us? We tell the universe its limitations. It doesn't direct us. It's the middleman. I am a child of God. I am representing the processor. I get to set your boundaries and I can tell you what you cannot 
and cannot do. That's the power of the manifestation of the sons of God. We have all the power from our creator, from the processor. We don't have to listen to the middleman. We cut the middleman out because he's just a program that the processor wrote. And we're representing his children as the manifestation of sons of God. That's our job as the end time army that comes against the enemy. How does this prove? Because we are told that in the first half of this disruption, space time, you want to call it, you know, the um, tribulation period, we're told that we are, as saints, are going to make war upon the beast, and the beast prevails not. We kick his butt the first half of the tribulation. But now, later on, we read that it is given power unto the beast to make war with the saints, and he will overcome the saints. I'll say, you have a, you have a backlash. We're overcoming the saints, which means it's given power for him to overcome. But then what does it say next? But they will overcome him by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony, and they love not their lives even unto death. That's the ultimate. You get a martyr's crown because you're going to stand your ground no matter what. Now, to the way things have been taught, you know, there's a, a rapture and we're all poofed away and nobody's going to have to go through any hardships. Sorry, that's not going to happen. Not the way you think it is. There's going to be one, but go to one of my videos. I, I you know, just email me at awitness41, A-W-I-T-N-E-S-S, the number 41 at AOL.com. I know it's old-fashioned, but I was with AOL since they first began, so I'm still with them. Um, go to there, and I will give you all the links, or through Skype, I can download, I can send you the videos, and you can watch them for yourself. I've got all the scriptures going back to the original language, showing you everywhere that is pretty ironclad, that this isn't some concocted crazy idea. It's not my personal opinion. My personal opinion doesn't mean anything. It's what the Lord told me that I can share with you to prepare you for what you're going to do. Things are going to happen totally different than what we've ever been taught. But mm -hmm. it's scriptural. It's real. Peter called it a great shaking up, that what is shooken up is going to be shooken up so that those things that were man-made traditions and doctrines are going to fall and be revealed for what they are. And the things that will endure are the things that are eternal truths that have been there all the time. That's my job. You know, my ministry, God told me, call it Echoes of Enoch, because I would echo the ministry that Enoch had now. So I'm just trying to be a guy that's faithful to my calling, and, and that's all I am. Nothing special, nothing, anything other than that I'm so darn bullheaded. Maybe part of it is because the Danes seem to be that way anyway. And <laughs> isn't it funny that all three of us are Danish? That's, that's yeah, wild. Yeah, that's awesome, actually. <laughs> you know, um, when... when when Hitler came out and declared that uh, that that uh, in Denmark that that uh, everybody had to all the Jews had to come out with a star, the next day the king of Denmark at the time he made a decree and everybody in Denmark had a star on them. <laughs> so you're yeah. going to come against them, you're going to come against us. That's just, I mean, it's kind of a spirit, I think, cultural thing or whatever, heredity or in our genes. And I'm not talking about blue genes, but it, it's there. It seems to be in all of us. And uh, even that has a, a prophetic thing. You know, the, the, in the 144,000, the tribe of Dan is eliminated and the Levitical priesthood is added. Everybody says, oh, it's because the tribe of Dan and the Antichrist comes from there. And it probably does. He does. Well, he does. And I 
God, I show proof of it in the scriptures. But also, <clears throat> the Levitical priesthood is is added to the 12 tribes of Israel, but the tribe of Dan is excluded because now they are the priesthood. And I can show you that in Genesis 43rd chapter. Mm-hmm. It's there in a prophecy. Dan would judge his people as one of the tribes of Israel. Dan is now the replacement for the Levitical priesthood. That's why they're not numbered. We have replaced that. So I think it's pretty cool. Anyways, yeah. you know, I'm I, done, guys. I think that uh, you, you hit a nail. You hit a lot of nails on the head. As a matter of fact, I think you, you built a whole house. Uh, but uh, I think that uh, we uh, you made a comment about uh, you know things are going to play out differently than we we all expected, and and you can see that in scripture. You know, you can see how. Uh, well, let's take the the advent of of Jesus for the you know there's one right there. Uh, there were there were two advents mentioned in the in the uh, Old Testament. Uh, one where he would come as a suffering servant, and the other one where he would come as a triumphant king. Uh, the the Jewish um, hierarchy at the time, the Sanhedrin and uh, the Pharisees and all the others, um, only saw the one. So they were right, expecting right. they were expecting him to be yep. a, a you know the the son of David. Uh, not the son of Joseph. And uh, so when, when he came and he wasn't exhibiting, when he said he wasn't didn't come to uh, to rule right now and stuff like that, uh, they didn't see him as, uh, and especially when he said he was the son of God, uh, they didn't see that as, as being a valid uh, claim. And so they, you know, they ended up uh, having him crucified. They didn't crucify him. They had him crucified. The Romans did all that. That's another story. But, um, so, you know, they were looking for one thing as they saw it laid out in the Bible, but uh, God turned around and gave another thing. And, you know, God is God's not God's not a dummy. God is infinitesimally more smart than every person put on earth put together. Um and then even then some. And uh so he would not reveal his plans clearly because if he did that, people would would go to great lengths to try to change things or to make that happen one or the other. And so, no, the only way, and, and I, I'm firm, firmly believe this, the only way that you can actually see prophecy fulfill, well, the fulfillment of it is after it happens. You can't try to look at it and see, you know, this is going to happen. And that's like, like Jim, when you were talking earlier today, you said, well, you know, I'm not going to present it as uh, present something as a, you know, this is, this is fact and stuff like that. I'm not talking about the word you just had, but other things, you know. Right. And um, because we can't, we don't know what God's true intent is. We we have we have um, little. It's kind of like we have a slideshow, and we have one slide, and then we have all white, you know, like all the other slides aren't there, and then we get another slide, and then all white. And yeah, it's like a snapshot. It, yeah, exactly. So yeah. we we have little bits and pieces here that you know that give us hope and, and and a purpose but you know he's he's not foolish enough he's not foolish at all but um uh, to to give us the the whole picture so that we could try to change it or make it happen and uh and i'm thankful for that i really am but um and that's why you know when i the whole left behind thing you know it's um there are certain elements to it that are true but they took upon one snapshot here and another snapshot there, and they built and they made a movie out of it, you know. Right. And you can't do that. You can't do that with God's God's stuff with uh, with God's revelation to mankind. 
uh, which is still ongoing and, and happening. Um, but, you, you know, you have to just go along with it. And, uh, you know, if you would have told me back in 2008 that Donald Trump was going to run for president and, and reverse everything that Obama was going to do, I would have said, yeah, yeah, right. You know, um, but I, I would have said something like, oh, yeah, great. So we get a corporate fascist coming into, you know, because in my mind, that's what I well, always felt he was. Right. Well, I always, I initially I, I laughed when he announced yeah. he was running before I actually even listened to his speech about him announcing. My wife had just mentioned it to me and I laughed like, you got to be kidding me. This is this is a freak show. You know? Yeah. So did I. But then, so I, then I, I went man. out. Then I went and listened to it. Uh, his, uh, you know, his announcement speech and then the. Boom! The Holy Spirit hit me and was like, "Oh, wow! I gotta yeah. support this guy." <laughs> yeah. When I when I heard Mark Taylor's, um, you know, story, I had tears in my eyes. I said, "Oh my God, this is so biblical. This is so God." It was just like Ron Wyatt when when he had claimed that he found the Ark of the Covenant and it was directly yeah. under the skull of Golgotha and the blood had went. Oh my gosh! It's just you know. It yeah. was overwhelming. The spirit came upon me and said, man, Jim, this is real. This really happened. Mm-hmm. And then Jonathan Gray, man, whatever happened to that guy? I we I haven't been able to get a hold of him at all. He won't answer emails for one reason or another. Either he's too busy or, God forbid, you know, something's happened I, to him. Well, you know, that's what I'm concerned with. He was already well, in his 80s. Yeah, that's you know, true. So anything can happen past. at that age. Yeah. And with the knowledge that he had, I mean, if they oh, wanted to man. take someone out, they want to take him out. I mean, he, yep. man. And, you know, God, I mean, what are the chances I can say, hey, he was my friend. I mean, Dave, we had him on our program so much, so often that we developed a friendship with him. I mean, yeah, we did. How does that happen, man? It was awesome. You know, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, oh, oh, my gosh. You know what? I just realized what time it is. You know what? We got to get into something else today. What happened today? Today, the official arm of the United States Air Force, the United States Space Force, launched ah. its aircraft into the into space this thing is like a shuttlecraft only about god five times six times the size i mean it's huge it launched because it was deploying a couple of satellites over the earth that are surveillance uh, defense satellites is all they said (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh if you guys i mean some of you that are new here you're probably not going to be used to this but there is, we talked about this earlier, there is suppressed technology that Trump is now aware of. Time is so short, I can't do anything except I'm going to ask all of you. Um, there is some fake goofy stuff out there, but there is a real historical trail. Um, and I'm not talking about the company um, of Nikola Tesla Company. I'm talking about the person, Nikola Tesla. Look him up if you're not familiar with him. He was well known in the um, back in the 30s, especially, and from the newspaper ads and uh, of him about him, because he was pretty much a predominant person, was very popular in back in the day. He used to work for um, Thomas Edison. Thomas Edison is kind of a scoundrel. Um, yeah, really. Nikola <laughs> Tesla was the one that really understood all kinds of. Zero point free energy. This guy was way outside of the box. Now, I have to tell you, as honest and sincere and as a wonderful scientist he was, because he was a purist in the sense that he wanted to, he wanted mankind to be enhanced and benefit from technology. But he admitted that most of the technology he had 
came at night from fiery spirits that came to him and almost like downloaded an entire project from beginning to end. And so he would um, he would work on his project. People said that he was hard to work with because he was following almost like a recipe and nobody could add anything or take away from anything. You had to follow his way or no way. Right. So he was hard to work with, but he was actually transferring information that he got. I My claim is from fallen angels. He didn't know it. He was he was a good guy, a good man who thought he was going to benefit mankind. All this technology that he had. Now, because of the, all the newspaper clippings, and everything, we know how much is real and can be vetted and verified. Now, there's another man in the 30s who um, he was a theoretical physicist. And he wasn't part of the government think tank. At that time in 19, I think it was like 38, they were working on trying to make x-rays work. They had everything figured out. They had a formula, but they couldn't make the formula work. This was a government think tank. And they said, you know, we got to bring in some new um, new theoretical physicists, scientists or something. We need some fresh eyes on this because apparently we're not getting, we're not make, able to make this um, formula work. And somehow we know it it has to fit somehow but we're not able to figure it out so let's bring in some fresh eyes and bring into oh here's this guy his name is dr john trump let's bring this guy in and see what he can do three days he had it all figured out three days mm-hmm. so all of a sudden they go wow this is our number one top guy this guy is really on the ball so fast forward into the future nikola tesla dies in 1943 he's real old you know, by then he had been working on a, a project called uh, Project Rainbow with uh, Einstein and John von Neumann and several other, you know, high profile um, physicists. We know it as a Philadelphia experiment. They were trying to make a ship, a radar invisible. What they actually did was they sent this ship through space time to 1984. Thing really happened. Yep. All, sure all the physics, all the stuff behind it and everything. Um, was exactly what the Devil's Triangle and the Devil's Sea has. That's in another video that I have, but we can't get into it tonight. But anyways, Dr. John Trump, at the end of the war, uh, at the end of the war, I mean, in 1943, when when Nikola Tesla died, the government went to Dr. John Trump, said, look, man, you know, we've got we've got all these patents and everything that we got from him, which was an illegal seizure because he was a naturalized citizen. Um Anyways, they took, they had all of his notes, all of everything that he ever had from 19, from 1890s on up to 1943, everything that he ever wrote. They gave it to Dr. Uh, John Trump and they said, can you look at this and see what, is there something that we need to be concerned with or, you know, what do you think about this? So he looked at it. He realized that these people were going to try to weaponize and militarize the technology of of Nikola Tesla. He knew enough about Nikola Tesla to know that, man, if they're going to start breaching space-time with this stuff, mankind is not going to survive this if they're going to make a weapon out of it. No, I can't let them have this. So they got back with him. He says, well, what do you think? He said, well, you know, there was a lot of um, lot there of was equations. a lot of formulas yeah. and equations, and the comments of it were pretty much just gibberish. You know, it didn't make a lot of sense. Oh, okay. He says, well, you guys want this back? No, it's junk. What are we going to do with it? Keep it. <laughs> Biggest mistake anybody <laughs> ever made. Oh, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. Pretty much. He knew how to protect stuff and give it to the right man at the right time for the right place. Because all of a sudden now, 
Dr. John Trump had everything ever recorded by Nikola Tesla. Space time, space travel, time travel. You got it. He had it. Now, he started getting old. He was up there in his life, and he said, you know what? I don't want this to die and fall into the wrong hands. I got to give it to somebody that I can trust. His favorite nephew knew that he was a historian that appreciated history, like Nikola Tesla, had a love for mankind to be benefited by it. But also, he knew that his favorite nephew loved America and loved the capitalist system that enabled him to be, you know, where he was. And he says, Donald, I want you to have all of this. Mm -hmm. So his favorite nephew was Donald Trump, right. who was given everything that was ever recorded from Nikola Tesla. Yeah. So I say all that to say that today, the United States Space Force launched this huge thing to deploy two um, satellites. Mm -hmm. But through the understandings of Q, which is a military tribunal that under the, the Obama administration and from the paperclip scientists, they realized that the Republican and Democratic Party had been infiltrated at two different periods in time. And that especially with Obama's eight years, he had put people in every high position on every branch of the government so that it had become completely untrustworthy and compromised. So instead of having a military coup, they didn't want to do that. They wanted to seek out a person that they could find who they could trust, who could be the peaceful manner and peaceful way to represent a non-military coup where innocent people would die. So this way they could have a, a more of an intellectual, spiritual return to what this country once used to be. Right. They, put, they chose Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. Almost instantly, Donald Trump, through a private company, started working on Operation um, let's see, what was the name of that? Um, oh, 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 come on. Uh, Looking Glass. I'm sorry, Looking Glass. And it was from, um, what's the fairy tale? Um, Alice in no. Alice, yeah, Alice yeah, in Wonderland. Yeah, Looking Glass. Because part of the technology he had this was Nikola Tesla realized that when he put a, a Tesla coil in front and behind and got in the middle of it, he could see past, present, and future all at one time. Mm -hmm. So a private corporation, not even a military, a private corporation started working on Project Looking Glass. Chronovision. Yes. And guess who? <laughs> and it was Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. And God had given him. I mean, it goes so many different. There's so many ways that he's validated, just like God would, would validate a prophet. The Bible that was given to uh, a, a major Irish revival back in 100 years prior went through the family all the way through. The very Bible that Trump was sworn president was that Bible. And it went through the family all the way through. So he's directly related to the people that had the great, right after the potato famine thing that went on in, in Ireland. If you're Irish, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, there are just so many ways that God has shown and validated Donald Trump as being the man that, as Kim Clement said, he would come in as a 
unbeliever. He would be he would become a Christian. And then in a time when there was a great global threat, he would have answers that would amaze everybody that even the press would have to pay tribute to his ability to figure this out. And it would be something so complex that everybody would recognize that only God could figure something like that out. No human could have all these kinds of answers. And that was Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. So when you understand God's plan, Donald Trump is a man. People say, oh, but he's, he was going to do this and he didn't do that. He did this and he, look, he is playing in dangerous ground. He's got people that are enemies on the right and on the left that want to kill him. There's already been 30 threats to his life. And he has to peel back everything in progression. When, when I was in the military, and I was a first responder, you know, uh, we call it rapid deployment service. It wasn't until only five years ago I found out the rapid deployment service changed their name to Delta Force. My God, I was Delta Force and didn't even know it. I knew it was something special, but I didn't know that. And that, that was a whole sense of coolness for me right. But because I always respected those people. But what we were taught is that you have a, a company-sized unit, and you're in a fortified defensive position, and you're being bum-rushed by, let's say, uh, 20 people. You don't shoot the people in front first. Because the people in back can see what's going on and they'll make a readjustment. They'll change their plan. What you do is you quickly shoot everybody from behind because nobody's going to turn around and see what's going on until the last man standing is all alone by himself. You take him out. This is what Trump has to do in, in tearing down the swamp people. He has to take some of the lower insignificant ones first and then get up to the head guys. Because if he's getting the head guys, they're going to readjust their plans. Well, they're readjusting them anyway because they can find out that, you know, with fake news on their size and everybody else, they can blame Trump for anything and everything. And they're doing that. And they're yeah, desperately they do. doing that. Yeah. yeah. So the thing is that, that there is a military tribunal already in progress that is ready uh, with General Flynn being the head of this at Gitmo. And they're ready to send these suckers down. They're going to round up everybody. All the shortcuts that the Democrats had made to try to get Trump impeached are now laws they made. Now Trump is going to be able to use those same shortcut laws that are not quite right. They're not fair, but now they're going to be turned around and used against them because Trump actually has the real information to show that all of these people were treasonous traitors. Mm -hmm. As soon as the World Health Organization announced that um, the, the pandemic was a global threat, this is the thing that that all the prophets had spoken of. This is the thing that what it started in World War One, completed in World War Two, and that fact was that that now we're under the War Powers Act. That means that in a name of a national security, Trump has complete control over everything and can overrule anything if it threatens the safety of the internal protection of the United States. Right. It's beautiful, man. He is in complete control of the Federal Reserve System. He can make it die whenever he wants to, and he's putting us back on the gold standard. Mm -hmm. He's going to eliminate the IRS. We're not going to have taxes anymore. He's going to make everything come back to what it was. You know, first 200 years, we didn't pay taxes. The government was self-sustaining. Why? Because the government was not allowed to make um, any kind of benefits for themselves more than what we, the people, got. 
Right. And when, what is it now? My God, you can be do four years as a senator, and then whatever your worth was uh, now compared to where you came in, it isn't amazing that all these people come in as, uh, uh, you know, maybe lawyers or even judges, but they make a judge's wage and a lawyer wage. And then in four or five years, they're a millionaire. Oh, right. I'd like to see their records, I'll tell you. Um, well, you can't that take tell, it to the grave. <laughs> yeah, that would that would tell. Yeah, you know the thing is that that how did they become millionaires? Because they were bought and sold by the powers that be. They sold into the new world order system. Mm-hmm. So the thing is that that is all going to end. No more. You know, it's like okay, all of this stuff is nullified. You went in as a public servant. Now you go back to your job and you get regular pay. You don't get this retirement from your net worth for the rest of your life. Are you kidding me? Right. That this is all going to end. That in itself is going to save millions. But the thing is, Trump is not concerned about um, spending $5 trillion, $25 trillion. You know why? Because soon that is going to mean nothing. When the Federal Reserve, they're, pay, they're making nothing but fake monopoly money. It goes by what they say, and they pay us interest on what they dole out. It has no substantial saying other than this is what we say it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Well, it doesn't mean anything. There's going to be a year of Jubilee. In other words, every 50 years within the Jewish society, they had a cancellation of all debts and everybody could continue on fresh and new. And and it was a way to revitalize the economy and, and the whole system. It worked for the Jews. It's going to work for us. Right. And this is, these are the things that Trump has already – he knows it's already going to happen. Well, he's got this little mirror that, you know, he can kind of look through and see what's happening. Technology is awesome. He's rounding up everybody to be uh, held accountable. And so this is some of you guys are going to really freak out on this one. Did he send a big, large um, jet or, you know, a, a um, shuttlecraft up there just to deploy a couple of satellites? Nah. Oh, no. Okay. No. Guys, some of you that are new here, this is going to really sound strange to you. He's going to Mars where they already got a colony, the elite are there, and he's going to arrest those suckers. He's got special forces on that darn thing, and he's going to gather all these idiots back and bring them back and hail them accountable. He's going to go to the four corners of the earth. He is stretching out, and you know what? There's scripture to back that up. I'm not crazy. I'm not pulling this out of the thin air. Everything is in the scriptures. If you look back from a 21st century perspective, you say, oh, my gosh, look at what it says in the original Hebrew. Look what it says in the original Greek. That's what my, I wrote my book 24 years ago. I described so much stuff that back then I was the kook and the nut. Now, all of a sudden, everybody, you know, is looking at it going, oh, my gosh. It's like I, I've got built-in validation because everything that I've said so far has come to pass 100%. Now, some of it has shifted and changed. My gosh, I never saw coming that there would be a man that would keep the dollar from crashing. You know, there was a contingency plan. A lot of people bought into it. There was uh, the elite had had set up where uh, the Vietnamese dong, the um, Iraqi dinar were going to be transitional before we go to a cashless society. And it still might be at the end of the, the tribulation. But somebody had sent me like a quarter of a million dollars worth of transitional money. So I'm going, okay, well, that's cool. I'm glad I didn't pay a penny for it. When I saw that the elite were getting offshore bank accounts, they were stockpiling, you know, billions of, of dollars worth of dinar. Wow, there's something to it. Well, you know what? They're, we're studying the plans of losers. They don't win. They lose. Right. So why are we getting so concerned about studying losers? They don't win. How come? Because of your personal involvement today, here and now, we study this stuff to know what they're doing and how they failed. 
not to get us all, you know, oh my gosh, look what they're going to, they're not going to do it. They're losers. They don't win. So by studying what they did or what they're planning helps us to know what to do to make them not win. Mm -hmm. It's great. We're in a win-win situation, man. We can't lose. I love it. Amen. So anyways, I'm so I'm done. I'm sorry. I'm that's it. I'm done. No, it's that, okay. That's enough. That's enough out of you, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. It's pumpkin time, anyways. Uh, you carried it right to the end. That's great. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right to the minute. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> well. I wonder what we're going to be talking about next week, man. Uh, you know, it, it it could be, you know, that the gathering all these people. Maybe we talk be talking about that. I don't know. It's exciting because every week is a new story. It's exciting. Yeah, I, what, I what, can't help but to be a kid waiting for Christmas. You know. What one thing so you, I would? I'm sorry. Good. No, go right ahead. I was going to say one thing go I would ahead. like to do. Yeah, one thing I would like to do is um, uh, we had Brian on a few weeks ago when we were talking about. Uh, uh, demonic uh, possession, mm-hmm. and uh, I think that between all of us, we've had all of us have had some really interesting things, and and you might even think what happened to you was insignificant, you know, but it wasn't. And um, you know, he he had some pretty um, interesting experiences happen to him in the past, and as he will in the future. But um, one in particular um, is very interesting, and I, we can discuss it off the air. And uh, I would just like to, you know, get us all together to talk about things where where God has has, has talked to us and has shown us how um, how special we are in His kingdom and um, how special we are to Him, or or maybe even um, things that have uh, have we've seen, we've been shown, or we've heard, you know, from from the Holy Spirit um, that have have influenced our lives and caused us to go in different directions or or even stronger into the direction that we were going in, you know? So maybe that's an idea for a show too. So I will get a hold of him and see if he, he wants to do that. If you guys are up for it. Sure. It sounds good to me. You know what I yeah. like to see too, is that I, there are so many of you, God is no respecter of people. I mean, some of you had, have had dreams and visions and understandings, man, I want to see a day when, when some of you can come and, and, intermingle and mix, mix with us um you know through our chat room or whatever ask questions um gosh we'll put you on the program even you know telephone wise or whatever we can however yeah. we can figure to work this out i want all you know god's no respect for people some of you have very important little pieces to the puzzle to contribute to the show and i want to see that i want to see us get to a place where we can do that where you can have your input we need your dreams and visions we want to hear about them they're just as important God doesn't work by just one or two or three people. He works as a body. He needs us all to come together and to work together. So there's so much to glean from a lot of you as individuals. So I really want to encourage all of you. We want you to be a part of this program. We want your input. But, yeah, I think that would be a great idea uh, next week. It would. Okay. All right. Okay, that sounds really good. Okay. I think that uh, before you guys turn into pumpkins, we should probably go ahead and uh, say a prayer and then uh, call it a night. All right. I've done you know, enough talking. I think what do you guys ought to pray because I've done my fair share of talking. I'll today. do it. I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You know, cool. Um, Father, we thank you so much and, and we thank you for Jesus and we thank you for all the things that you've given us first for salvation and and then uh, you've you've formed a relationship with us and you've offered that to us and, and thank you for those of us who have accepted that. You've, you've 
given us the ability to be able to fellowship you in, in deeper ways that uh, most people will, would not even know is possible. Um, you've bestowed upon us so many blessings, and and uh, this radio show is one of them. So we thank you for the radio show, Father. But we thank you that for our audience too, because uh, we there uh, there are truth seekers out there who are are thirsty for the truth and they hunger and thirst for righteousness. And, and, uh, as you give us things to, to share with people, uh, we're glad that they're there to receive the things that we have to give. Uh, I thank you for, for Jim's life, for Eric's life, uh, for the life of our family members that spur us on to continue to do things that are, uh, that you use to spur us on to do things. And, um, either through whatever way they do, whatever way you use them, father. Um, so, we just thank you that you were here with us tonight. You'll be with us all week, not only the three of us, but with our audience and, and those who will be our audience in the future. Uh, we just thank you for everything. And uh, in the spirit of Thanksgiving, we just we just hand this over to you, this program. We hand our lives over to you. And we just say, you know, do what thou wilt, Lord. Just use us in the ways that you want to use us. We, we totally just yield to you. Uh, we give our lives to you. We give our hearts to you. We give everything to you because you're the real owner of that anyway. Um, so in that in that vein, we just uh, we just thank you and we pray that you would be with our audience and us this week and just uh, bless our, bless our socks off. Not necessarily in physical things, Lord, but uh, in the things that are important, uh, the spiritual aspects you have for our lives, the the spiritual meat and potatoes that you have to give us and. Um, I just pray that everybody would receive revelations this week uh, through the Holy Spirit and that you would just totally bombard us, uh, not not so much that we can't take it, but uh, so that we, we realize that you're walking with us, that you love us, and that um, that there's nothing you would do, you wouldn't do to, um, to keep us ever infatuated in a love and relationship with you, Father, uh, through, through our Lord Jesus. And we thank you for all these things, Father, in his holy and precious name. Amen and amen. 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 Okay, guys, audience, uh, we'll sign off. And then, uh, guys, i got to go, so we'll just go ahead and get off totally. We can talk later this week if you want to. Yeah, that'll be great. That'll be yeah. Great. Okay. okay. All right, guys. Well, God bless, right, everybody. God bless, everybody. Yeah. Bye-bye. God bless.